Let's get right down to it and say, forgiveness is the center of the circle of growing uh, and healing and becoming conscious of your full mastery and power in life. It, it is the thing that is going to take the everyday classrooms of your life and turn them into your strength. It always does that. It, that is why in, in the Christian tradition, Jesus made a, a huge point of it. It was the central message in Christianity, unconditional love and forgiveness. Biggest cent solid central message, and as it and it shows up in all of the great religions as a very important teaching from the masters of those religions. Why is that? Why is that? It's not because you know, like the way I learned it in school, Catholic school long ago. It was kind of like it was like, okay, now you should forgive. You should you should be a good person. A good person forgives. It's kind of like do the right thing. But it's not very motivating. You know, nobody wants to really forgive. We want to just punch their nose. You know, I mean, it was like, it's just, who, who wants to? You don't actually want to. Our egos don't want to. But why? Why did Jesus make that point? Why did the Buddha make that point? Because they looked at their students in front of them and they saw suffering. And they knew that that suffering was optional that it wasn't necessary to carry these burdens of stories and hate and how hate hurts us and causes disease. Hate causes disease. Resentments cause disease. Jesus was a healer. He was an Essene healer. And he lived by the laws of the universe and was, t was teaching the laws of the universe. And unconditional love and forgiveness are laws of the universe. That if we live by them, we will have vitality. We will have calmness and peace and vitality and better health than if we are carrying our stories undigested along as burdens, as like spiritual constipation. That is not healthy. You know, so, so the reason that Jesus made such a big point of it, and as did the other great ones, is because it's part of universal law and it's going to make us healthy and it's going to make us feel that we're living in the kingdom of God, that we're living uh, in, that we're creating our own little circle of heaven on earth. So unfortunately, Jesus didn't, didn't leave any um, operating instructions about how it gets done. Uh, and that's, that's uh, something that's been unfolding in the last century as psychology has come into its own and different spiritual practices have come into their own. We now have a, a holistic model from Dr. Asagioli who merged Eastern and Western thinking in his model and, found, and saw how healing happens. And Edith, my teacher, saw what things need to happen for an issue to let go. So when we think about forgiveness, we're thinking about letting go. We're thinking about digesting a story, digesting the pain in the story, processing the pain in the story. So that we're turning the wound into wisdom. We're turning that emotional blockage into new understanding about self and others and life. So, 
So we do forgiveness for ourselves so we can be free and we can be healthy. And it doesn't matter how unjust or wrong or atrocious the offense is. Uh, it's better to get it out of your system than to keep it in your system. It, it's not um, the same as justice. Many people want to wait for justice to occur before they forgive. You can wait a lifetime because a lot of times it doesn't happen that way. But we can find peace. We can find peace in ourselves. So forgiveness is a private process that you can do any time. You don't, that doesn't matter. You, you don't have to talk to the person. You can do it if they have died and passed on and they're not even here anymore. You can do it on Saturday morning or Monday night. You have the power right now to clear something that has bothered you if you know how healing happens. And that's what forgiveness is. It's healing. So forgiveness isn't a like, now, 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 be a good person and forgive and forget. It's not this like trite, um, uh, finger wagging kind of admonition. It's a gift to yourself. It's, it's like, I just bought myself a, a, a coupon for the spa. I, I guess I'm going to go to the spa and I'm going to get like a sauna and I'm going to get my nails done and I'm going to feel great when I get home. I mean, it's, it's on that level. It's like I'm going to give myself the gift of feeling so much lighter and so much freer because I am going to, to let go. And this is our definition. Forgiveness is the refreshing experience that happens when we let go of an expectation that's causing us to suffer. Forgiveness is letting go, it's releasing an expectation that's causing us to suffer. And expectations are held in the mind and they haunt us if they're out of sync with reality. If what we're expecting is out of sync with what is really happening on the ground with a person or situation, then there's static. There's a there's a disconnect. How do we let go of an expectation if it's reasonable? Our expectations are reasonable. We expect people to be decent. We expect them to be healthy. We expect them to be sane. We expect them to have similar values as us, similar politics as us, a similar understanding of what's polite and normal and how you were raised. We have a lot of expectations that are just kind of woven into our character that is natural and understanding. Society is a web of expectations. Society is a lattice work of social expectations. And uh, we need them, but we can't, we can't hold on to them. We sometimes have to let go of some of them in terms of certain people and situations. In terms of being able to see the good in them, accept them, love them as they are. And it doesn't mean we have to hang out with them. It doesn't mean we, ha we can trust them. Not everybody is trustworthy. When I forgive this uh, person in my extended family, it doesn't mean I'm going to want to see her again. It doesn't mean that I can trust her. I think she's, you know, emotionally dangerous. She has shown herself to be. I think it does mean that I can be in a room with her. <laughs> and look at her with some 
detachment. Like you would look at another creature that has like a wounded leg or something, um, or a dog that's not trained well and kind of snaps at people. You, you keep your distance. You, you don't try and pet that dog. I'm not going to try and pet that dog because, <laughs> but I can, I can be in the room with that dog at a safe distance and, and have compassion for them and, and allow them their place in the world. So, so the eight steps of forgiving another person are the way that we let go of an expectation. The expectation is kind of glued into our, our psyche. And in order to unglue it so that we can roll with what's actually true, uh, we have to do this and this and this and this and this. If we do these eight things, it dissolves. It's like a, a wonderful solvent that dissolves glue. <laughs> and you go, oh, wow, that worked beautifully. That just took that right off, off of there. Um, you have to work through the um, parts of your psyche. So in order to put a bad story down, and so that it's just like a story that doesn't have charge in it anymore, this is how we do it. And just I can say it like in the briefest of... Uh, flow. See it like a circle. See it like there's a circle of what needs to happen for a story to relax, for a story to process. Okay. First we decide, I will let this go. I will move to a new attitude. A new attitude. I will be free of this piece of suffering. Then we let our feelings out. We, we have to say our emotional truths the way they are. I hate you is an emotional truth. And we say these to an empty chair. We put an empty chair in front of us so that we can picture the person there and be very free with our emotions without hurting anyone, actually. So I could say to this empty chair, I hate you, you little brat. You know, I, I can't, the thought of you makes me just want to, you know, growl. You know, and how dare you do this? And how dare you do that? And you caused this harm in the family. You caused that harm in the family. You did the other thing. And I, I just wish you would drop dead. Now, this is just emotional language. I'm using. I don't actually have the power to make this person drop dead. I can I can yell in an empty chair and tell it to drop dead. It doesn't hurt anything. So we're moving the emotions. That's that's what we're doing next is like getting the emotions out just the way they are. Takes a little while, maybe takes ten minutes, maybe takes twenty minutes, depending on the size of the story. If it's a little thing it might take five minutes. I'm moving that out and then I'm going to my mind and I'm saying, okay, so what is it I'm expecting here? And these are positive things that I expect. They're based on my values. They're based on what I think is right and good. Well, I expect this person to be uh, of integrity. I expect her to be honest. I expect her to be kind. I expect her to um, be supportive of people um, because the, the downside is that she's destructive. You know, I, I, Expect her to be a constructive person in the family, but she's not. So what are these positive things? Okay, I expect this, 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 and this. Maybe it's often like three or four things. And they're positive things that I now need to go, uh, yeah, but it's not going to happen. You know, she's something wrong with her. You know, and I have to let these expectations go in terms of her. So I'm going to release it as an expectation. I'm going to turn it into a preference. You know, I wish this. 
I like that. I prefer this, but it's not the way it is. I release it. I release the expectation that you are a constructive individual in our extended family. And I pause and I breathe and I go inside and I just let that melt away. I do that with the next expectation and the next. Maybe there's, like I said, three or four. Each one, you're going to say what it was you wanted. You're going to acknowledge it isn't true. You're going to say, I'm letting go. And you're going to let go. I release it. I release that. Let go of this. You could still prefer it because that's, you know, what you think is right and good. But you're holding it very loosely, not like a tight fist inside you. And then you go, okay. And now I need to just reestablish my boundary with this person. Meaning, this is you and your actions. This is me and my actions. Your actions do not have to be in my head, in my space anymore. I am going to visualize a beautiful bubble of light that protects me, that holds my energy together. And your energy is outside of my aura. And I'm going to say to you, I give you total responsibility for your actions. And I'm going to visualize putting those things out, putting those those issues out onto that empty chair for that person and their higher power to deal with, not mine. This feels wonderful when you get to be starting to do this. And then you move into like, okay, I've done that. Gee, I've decided I've gotten my feelings out. I've let go of these thoughts of what it should be. I've established this space. And now I want to open up to life in a new way. I want to open up and and have new experiences. I'm going to open up to God, the universe, um, my soul, whatever higher power I want to visualize to help me in, in dealing with this person and situation in a new way and, and to getting what I need in life. And then I'm going into the spiritual level and I'm imagining and calling for spiritual energy as light and love to come down from above we visualize a source of light about a foot and a half above our heads and we're just imagining this channel, this pipeline between personality and soul. And we're visualizing, ah, healing light and love comes down into my body, down into my feelings, my heart, into my mind, into my energy system. It's just washing clean this de this debris. And it feels so good and I am so generous that I can now also bring some through to send to that person so send some goodwill to that person send them some blessing any amount of of warmth or well-wishing to that person and letting them go I'm sending you this love so-and-so I'm letting you go and then the last step is to see the good what's good about them what's good about the fact that you had to experience this with them Something's good. You learned something. You grew in some way. Even if they are, you know, kind of despicable in certain ways, there are other ways that they're really nice and people like them and they ha they're helpful or they, they're, you know, um, they bring a certain sparkle into a situation. You, you could appreciate something about everybody and that is a good place to leave it in your mind. So that when you think of them again, you don't ruminate and dwell on the faults. You go, yeah, I mean, that's all true. And I've digested that. And you know what? I see this about them. I see this about them. It's good. It's nice. 
So, um, so that's that's the role. You just roll. That's how you roll through healing an issue. We went through all of our parts: our will, our emotions, our mind, our boundaries, our subtle energy system, our relationship with um, our source, our relationship with the other person, our um, accessing energy that can heal us, and then resting our mind in in the good. Those are the parts. And Edith discovered these parts by watching thousands of people do therapy over 45 years. These are all the parts you need. You don't need one more. You don't need one less. You have these are the parts of healing. If you do these, it lifts. It's amazing. It's it's actually kind of physical. You know, if you forget to do two of the steps, you won't feel better. You know, it's it's really, really something. So, so that's the shape. That's the shape of healing. So let's start by visualizing that we are all in a nice circle of humans over time and space that are just holding space for everyone to feel better, for everyone to take their next step in growth. And today, by choosing to practice the eight steps of forgiving another person, So, in preparing yourself for going through the eight steps, imagine that the person is here with you in the room, in an empty chair out in front of you, maybe five or six feet away, that you are taking this time to cull out any static or bad feelings that are active between you and this person so that you can see the good in them so that you can look at them with neutrality so that they have no more power over you to disturb or distress you so that you can just allow them to be in this world and be at peace with it So visualizing that person is there in the chair and they've been called here to listen. They've been called here to sit quietly with their own higher power, their own soul shining like a light over their head. To sit quietly and just take it as you say and feel the things that need to be said and felt in order to make peace. So step one, using your will to decide to forgive. As you look at that person in your mind's eye in the empty chair, feel inside yourself your will, that spiritual muscle, that sense of determination and can do that has helped you make every change you've needed to make and that has brought you through every new situation you needed to master this part of you that is strong and determined and intends to succeed at something 
feel your will. And as you look at that person in your mind's eye, imagine you're saying to them very firmly, I will forgive you today. I will let go of this issue today because and stating why you need to for yourself. Why do you need to let this go? How is it harming you? Why do you need to move forward? So stating that in your mind's eye, firmly saying out loud to this person in the chair, I will let this go now because fill in the blank. Tell them why you will forgive them. And feel that strength, feel that determination. And now, moving into step two, releasing your emotions. You might want to have a box of Kleenex nearby, perhaps a cushion that you can punch or kick or something harmless that you could break if you're really mad, like a cardboard box or the box of Kleenex or papers that you would tear up into bits if you're mad. Sometimes we want to physicalize our emotions. In step two, drop into your body and be aware of where you carry these feelings towards the other person. Is there a heaviness in your heart? Is there a lump in your throat? Is there a roiling in your belly? Is there a nervousness in your whole system? How are these emotions living in your body? Because we want you to drop into that space and give that part of you voice to say its feelings out loud. And so, when you're ready, you will drop in and you'll speak the language of emotions. I am so heartbroken because, I hate you because, you are really annoying, you are such an idiot, I'm so, so bereft. The language of emotion, I, I hurt so badly when you did this. I'm really, really angry that you did that. How dare you? F you. You may be crying. You may be yelling. You may be shaking your fist or pointing at the chair. You may be stomping your foot on the floor or punching a pillow or just being soft and quiet and feeling this hurt inside you. When you're doing this on your own, you can take all the time you need. So this would be the point at which you push pause and enter fully into step two for five minutes, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever it takes. 
hit the pause and enter fully into that emotional expression. At this point, you have said what you needed to say. You have felt what you've needed to feel. You feel a sense of now what? Now what do I do? How do I move forward in this process? So you take some breaths, blow your nose, adjust your posture, and step forward into step three, naming and releasing the expectations one by one. In step three, you are going to take it apart a little bit so you see this hurt in its components. Maybe there's one main thing or maybe there's three things or four things about this that hurt. Let's name each one of them now from the level of your mind as an expectation, but let's change it into a preference. For example, so-and-so, I would prefer that you had done this positive thing, naming it, but you didn't. And I will no longer hold on to this. I release my expectation that you would have done this positive thing. You're breathing, you might use your hand to sweep away the expectation, the tether that tied you to them with that expectation. Relaxing, opening a space inside where that expectation used to dwell for new space, new air, new light. It melts out of you, diminishes, leaves. And you go to the next expectation. And I would really wish with all my heart that you were like this naming this positive thing that you wished for but you're not and I will no longer expect you to be this way I release it I release my expectation that you would be like this and again you sweep it away you drop in you breathe you open up it melts out of you it diminishes it leaves new space And the third expectation. And I really prefer that you had done this positive thing for me, but you didn't. And I will no longer resent you for this. I am letting this go. I release my expectation that you would have done this positive thing. Breathing, dropping in, letting it dissolve, letting it fall apart, letting it leave your space out into the soft winds that carry it away. If you need more time in doing this, you can pause and complete these steps.
And then moving on into step four, restoring your boundaries. In step four, there are two parts. You will visualize your personal space like a beautiful sphere of light around you, like a bubble of positive energy that's you, your aura, your filter, the part of you that holds all of your own being inside and filters out things from the world. Picture it like some nice colored light that you like. And that you are going to take any remaining debris from this person's actions, scoop it up and throw it over there to that empty chair and tell them, I give you full responsibility for your actions and attitudes. And you can use your body language. You can imagine scooping and piling and bringing over out of your space, cleaning up your space and putting those bits of debris bad actions, bad attitudes, bad karma over there for that person and their own higher power to deal with. I give you full responsibility for what you have done and how you have been. And you rest back into your space, breathing, sitting tall, feeling this clarity around you, this protective energy. And now moving right into step five, where you align yourself with the source of the universe. Imagine a beautiful column or core that runs from the root of your spine up the middle of your body, out through the top of your head, and out into the center of the universe you open your heart space. Perhaps you reach your arms up wide to receive. And you say to that creator, to that source, I open myself up now to get everything I need from you. Feel your whole body receptive, reaching, receiving, calling down into your space new light and love and opportunities and your needs met in new and unforeseen ways. You're making a pact with your source, whether you call it God or universe or soul or creator or life itself. You're opening up in a new way to get everything you need. And then relaxing into your space as we move into step six. Visualizing your own soul, your own higher power, higher self, like a strong and bright and steady sun that's shining over your head. Picture it hovering over your head, about 18 inches over your head, full of love, light, healing, wisdom. And that you, as you sit there, can 
open up the top of your head like a skylight. You can open up the crown chakra, the crown center of the head, and this light and love and healing from above, from your soul level, begins to flow down like honey would flow, pouring down from above into the top of your head, seeping downward into your neck and shoulders and torso, your limbs, your fingers and toes, slowly filling you up with this new, calm, fresh, healthy energy. It seeps into your body everywhere, gathering up any remaining old stagnant energy and turning it into light. It especially begins to flow into your heart space and your belly and your emotional body. This healing light and love from above is bringing you the recognition that you are so loved, that you are considered so precious and special in your own way. That this nurturing, kindly energy wraps around you like a protective hug. reminding you that all is well and that you are safe. And this peaceful, detached, impersonal, rational light pours into your mind, bringing a new page, bringing a fresh start, bringing detachment, acceptance, tolerance, ease. And this lighted energy now flows down into your subtle energy body, into all your meridians and your chakras, restoring, replenishing, all of your pathways inside with new vitality. And there's so much steady healing energy softly flowing into your space that you are now able to be very generous and calm and move into the next step, step seven, and extend your hands in blessing to the person you're forgiving and send them some of this energy. Send them unconditional love, forgiveness, goodwill, tolerance. See that you are sending light and this very universal love over to their space and bathing them in this energy. And as you sit there extending to them and seeing them bathed in this loving energy which comes from beyond you and through you and to them, 
you are able to see what's good about them. Step eight, see what's good about this person, maybe something their best friend likes or something that they did not for you once that was nice, a good moment you had with them or something good that you learned because of them. Even if it wasn't pleasant, they were a teacher of sorts for you. You learned something. You became stronger in some way because of interacting with them, and that's good. Name that. Claim that. And now at the end of our process of the eight steps, take a moment to do an inventory and see how you feel different. See what feels lighter, perhaps, cleaner, emptier. How has your body relaxed? How has your attitude shifted? How has your energy changed? Take a moment to see the effects of this forgiveness journey and take it in as real. And let yourself be with this now for the next couple of days, up to three days. Walk in a sense of I've made a change and something is now integrating. It's finding its place. It's normalizing inside me. I'm going to let this energy experience of forgiveness kind of gel into your new way. And not challenging yourself too hard in terms of being with the other person if they're around. But letting there be space. And letting yourself be open to new insights and new thoughts that bubble up. And congratulations for healing yourself today, any amount. And know that there's always more available. Bring yourself out gently into your day and walk forward open to a better day.